0: morning. Welcome. Appreciate you making us a part of your Saturday right here on CBS Sports Radio. The more days pass, the more information that continues to come out. In the latest Michigan sign stealing scandal. We have now got another turn in the investigation and that is this. Friday night, we have learned that Connor Stallions, really the man, that surrounds all this drama about Michigan and cheating and sign stealing has officially resigned from his position of Michigan football. And on top of learning that fact, we also learned that he has not cooperated in any sort of investigation right now by the NCAA or any other investigating body. You know what that tells me? It tells me Michigan cheated. Stallions resigning, also not cooperating in any sort of investigation is enough of a for me to draw a conclusion that Michigan cheated, they stole the signs, and they used them to gain an advantage. And that to me is grounds enough to officially ban Michigan from the college football playoff. It's enough for me to take action. If I'm the big 10, if I'm the NCAA. That is enough for me. So you know what? Something nefarious happened here, and we got to act fast here because the playoff is one month away. That to me is enough evidence. Right now, it looks to be on the Big Ten. That looks to be the, the governing body that's going to be the that's going to have to take action on Michigan. It's not going to be the NCAA because they're not going to be able to at least what reports are. Get their investigation finished in time, and the Big Ten up to this point has been hesitant in issuing punishment for Michigan because they want to work with facts, not speculation. Well, aren't the facts I just told you fact? Connor Stallions resigned. Fact. He has not participated, cooperated in any sort of investigation. Aren't those two facts enough for you? If you're the Big Ten, then draw the conclusion: cheating happened. Like, there's no more gray area for me. We talked a lot on last week's show about Michigan's future if, if they were found guilty of cheating. Even with the overwhelming evidence, video evidence that we have seen now come to light as well. We've seen Venmo transaction. We've seen surveillance video, or not we have seen, but there are, Teams are alleging that they have surveillance video in their stadiums of people working for Connor Stallion's uh, filming signals from the CT bot. With all the speculation that was out there, this resignation and failure to cooperate, to me, throws the gray area and speculation out out the window. That's enough facts right there to, to conclude Michigan cheated And they should be punished. And I'm curious your thoughts here at 855-212-4227. Or on Twitter at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. Does this change anything for you? Now that you see the resignation. Now that you start to see now. Heads rolling, if you will. Because of this uh, scandal. Does that change how you view the Michigan cheating scandal, and if you did not think it was a big deal before, has your opinion changed? 855-212-4227. Because for me, again, I just think right now with the way the evidence looks, cheating happened. I don't know how you could sit there and say it didn't. Again, from what we know, Connor Stallion's is a diehard Michigan fan. He's obviously on the staff, and because of this Michigan manifesto that we found out he wrote, his goals and his dreams were to be the next Michigan head coach. That was his dream. That was his goal. This is a guy who bleeds maize and blue. I don't think he's resigning from the Michigan football staff And basically giving up his dream to coach Michigan if he was innocent. If he knew what he did was not breaking the rules. Was not illegal. Was not scandalous. I don't think you just give up your dream just like that. Off of baseless accusations that aren't true. I also don't think you fail to cooperate in an NCAA investigation, if, one, you knew what you did was cheating, and, two, also if you knew that any words you said were going to implicate Jim Harbaugh and the rest of the coaching staff, that's why I think he's not cooperating. He didn't hand over his computer. He's not talking to investigators. Why? Because he knows if he talks, Jim Harbaugh, offense coordinator, defense coordinator, probably every coach on the Michigan staff is screwed. That's why you don't cooperate because he has information and his credit, very loyal, very loyal. He is going down with the ship, and he's not going to take anyone with him. I respect that. I really do. But I think those actions also allow you to come to the conclusion that Michigan did cheat. Otherwise, again, I don't think we're sitting here and seeing these actions come to light. I don't think he's resigning if what he did or what he's being accused of doing didn't happen. And I don't think Michigan is allowing him to resign and or sitting by idly if none of this happened. Like, if you got in trouble at work, and let's just say a rival company of yours is accusing you of doctoring sales to make your company look better and more profitable than they really are, and you didn't do it, are you resigning? Are you resigning from your position if a rival company says, hey, look, we know you're forging sales and you're not as profitable uh, as you say, are you resigning if those claims are false? I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think you're giving up your job based on false accusations. And I'd like to think your employer would also back you up and say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, don't worry, we got your back. We know these aren't true. We can prove it. Don't worry. We got you. Up to this point, Michigan's been very quiet, allowed Connor Stallions to resign. The only thing they corrected was it was first reported he was fired. Then they came back and said, oh, no, no, no. He resigned. That's really all we've heard. I think if you're innocent of these charges with how much attention there's been on them, I don't think you're sitting by sitting there quietly. That's why, for me, this, this news, I think, now takes the if out of Michigan cheating. The Stallions' resignation, along with him not cooperating with investigators, is enough for me, enough evidence for me to say they cheated, in my opinion. And they should be banned from the college football playoff, in my opinion. And you look at the statement Stallions issued as well. I mean, this statement screams guilt. I want to read just a very small sliver here. This was put out by Connor Stallions' defense attorney. It said, quote, Connor also wants to make it clear that, to his knowledge, neither Coach Harbaugh nor any other coach or staff member told anyone to break any rules or were aware of improper conduct regarding the recent allegations of advanced scouting. Is there no bigger cop-out than... To his knowledge, it's funny. When people have to remember things, all of a sudden, hmm, I can't recall. To the best of my knowledge, I don't remember. I don't know. That, to me, that first sentence, Connor also wants to make it clear that to his knowledge, neither Coach Harbaugh nor any coach or staff member told anyone to break any rules. That, to me, is as close to toeing the line between... Not lying, but also not selling anyone out as much as you can. That's how close you can't get any closer than not technically telling a lie, to the best of my knowledge, while also not trying to sell anyone down the river. And we have there are videos already on social media that refute that exact claim. There are numerous videos. And photos of Connor Stallions next to Jim Harbaugh. Next to the offensive coordinator. Next to the defensive coordinator of Michigan during games. If they didn't have any knowledge of this conduct. Of the sign stealing. Of how the signs were obtained. Why is Stallions, whose title and job was in the recruiting office. Why is he standing next to the head coach during a game? Why is he in the hip pocket of the defensive coordinator when the opposing offense is on the field? Again, recruiting staffer. Last time I checked, you're not recruiting on a game day. You're coaching. You're you're focused on the game. He doesn't have to be on the sideline, let alone next to Jim Harbaugh or, again, the defensive coordinator when they're on defense or the offense coordinator when Michigan is on offense if he didn't bring something to the table that wasn't just recruiting. And so you look at what he's accused at, sign stealing, having the signals, getting them illegally. He's not next to Jim Harbaugh if he didn't have this information. Jim Harbaugh is not having him next to him or next to the coordinators if he didn't know this guy's got info. Hmm, this guy knows something. Did Jim Harbaugh orchestrate The scheme, I can't say that. I'm not going to accuse him of doing that. What I feel pretty confident in saying, based on the pictures and the videos we have seen, is that Jim Harbaugh bare minimum allowed it to happen. Bare minimum knew this guy had information that was useful. Even if you want to pretend, hey, look, don't ask, don't tell policy. Look, you got all these signals. I'm not going to ask where you got them from or how you got them because I don't want to know bare minimum. Jim Harbaugh knows this guy got information and probably not in the right way. That's enough to implicate a coach. That's enough right there to at least be guilty by association. And that's why even this statement Connor Stallions put out on Friday night doesn't ring true until to me still screams guilt. And so, with time of the eff- uh, essence here, right, it's November 4th. We had the college football playoff final rankings come out on December 3rd. Basically a month. Until Selection Sunday. Action has got to happen here. I think if you're the Big Ten especially, which we found out this week, the Big Ten coaches had a meeting with Big Ten Commissioner Tony Battiti. We also found out the Big Ten Athletic Directors had a meeting with Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti. All urging, for the most part, action to be had. Action to be taken on Michigan because of this cheating. That happened also this year. Wasn't just in the past. That stopped. It's happening this season. And so if you're the Big Ten and you say, well, we don't want to act until we know the facts. We don't want to act until we have some concrete proof. Stallions resigning is an admission of guilt. Him not cooperating with investigators and not turning over his computer is an admission of guilt. If he had nothing to hide, he would talk to people. He would turn over his computer. He has stuff to hide because he knows what he did was wrong. And he knows that if he talks, he's going to get the rest of the Michigan coaching staff in trouble. And guess what? Him resigning is not putting the story to bed. Like, this is just still the beginning. If he really thought, you know what, I'm innocent, but because I love Michigan so much, I'm going to fall on the sword. I'm going to resign, and that way this story can go away and the team can focus on winning a national title this year. This story is not going away. Him resigning is not now taking less attention off of Michigan football. If anything, it's putting the magnifying glass even closer now on this program, having people ask more questions, having people dig deeper. So you could argue he's brought more attention to this case and to this program by his resignation and lack of cooperation than the other way around. So he's not really helping Michigan or trying to fall on the sword or try to even put the program first by thinking, Oh, if I'm re- resigned, Story's done. Nothing else to talk about. Not the case. Not the case. And if you're the Big Ten, and you're feeling the pressure from the other 13 teams in your league to do something, and you feel like it's not right to levy a punishment without proof, without evidence, there's your evidence. Connor Stallion's resigning, not cooperating with the NCAA. There's the proof you need to so say, you know what? Yeah, something happened here. They were cheating. And that's enough proof we need to take action and what I think should happen, ban them from the college football playoff. So I'm curious your thoughts here at 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. Has the information we found out enough in your minds to say Michigan is guilty of cheating and enough to levy a punishment. Jeff is in Ohio. Hello, Jeff. No.
1: The answer to that is absolutely no. Why? Sir, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. The amazing blue. The amazing blue is the amazing blue. Ohio State knows they have no chance of beating Michigan. They came up with this stuff about play calling, science dealing. Okay, if you... If you hire a crook and, and know the crook, the crook goes out on the lunch break and rob things. Then he comes back with the money and he shares it with his friends. The police come looking for the crook. They don't look for all the friends he shared the money with. They just look for the crook who robbed the bank, okay?
0: That's number one. Number two. Yeah, but this is not, and this is different. No, it's not. This, this is They're different. College room. football head coaches, Jeff, are responsible for their entire program. They, you, there's no such thing as rogue assistance anymore. That, the end, th- that, that is not the case. And so if you get information and bare minimum you allow it to happen, you are guilty by association.
1: Well, number two, sir, number two, this is a fact. They've already been punished. They put this weak Ohio State Oh, Ohio State's number one in the playoff. Oh, oh my God, Ohio State's number one and Michigan number three. They already been punished. That's two. That's Are you two serious, fans,
0: Jeff? Sure. Do you think Michigan's punishment is not being that's, that's number one in the first batch of college football playoff rankings? That's their punishment. That's their punishment. Number far. three, with still a month to go in the season, that is their big grand punishment. Not being number one. In what is, in, right. in theory, a meaningless poll because what we see a month from now is going to be a lot different than what we saw on Tuesday night. That's the punishment, why you, Jeff. Why do you hate you of Bill? I don't hate them. This is all I'm trying to do here is be transparent and tell you that this is a big deal. No one seems to be treating this as a big deal. This is a massive deal. And if you are caught cheating the way Michigan is, you should not be allowed to participate in the college football playoff. It's cut and dry. It's very simple to me. There's no okay, hate what's here.
1: The deal with- only one big deal, and that's they that hired a crook. That's it. They had no, they had no uh, reason to think that this guy was this crook without still inside. That's
0: oh, my goodness. It. They have no reason to think. That. So Jim Harbaugh put a recruiting staffer on the sideline next to coordinators having no idea what he brought to the table. That's, that's no. the story you're going to say, Jeff? It just happenstance no. that in the <laughs> biggest games of the season, <laughs> he's next like to the biggest the the decision crook. makers in a game? When
1: the real player got caught. When the real player was uh punished for uh this Jersey stealing
0: stuff, they didn't shut down the whole team. What happened to Jim Trussell? What what happened to Jim Trussell, Jeff? You're in Ohio, you should know. Was he well, scot free? You know, well, he just got tired of coaching. Oh, oh the, oh, oh, that's it. He he okay. He left. But, uh, Did you know by the bad. way, Jeff, when he went to the NFL, the NFL punished him? Did you know that? Yeah, I knew it. Oh, but, but again, that was just a, a player that went rogue, right? Like just, just like this Michigan staffer got, ro- like, went rogue too. Jim Trestle's innocent, right, of all wrongdoing. Well,
1: that's not
0: the amazing blue, bro. Uh, not, oh, you know, oh, okay, right. Because it's Michigan, it's, Thank you for the call, Jeff. Because it's Michigan. Now it's different than Ohio State. I see. Again, Jeff obviously gave his Michigan bias away pretty quickly. Um, but this is the thing. I have not heard a logical sound argument yet. If you're a Michigan fan, think I'm being ridiculous. Think they should not be punished and be banned from the college football playoff. Think that somehow Jim Harbaugh doesn't know and in fact, like, Jeff is erroneously claiming that this is a rogue staffer, nothing more. Explain to me why. I've not heard an explanation. Jeff said it's because it's Michigan. That's not an explanation. If you can actually give me a reason... As to why Jim Harbaugh is innocent, why Michigan shouldn't be punished, 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. I am all ears. I am not hating on Michigan. I think I'm frankly being fair to Michigan and the rest of college football in giving my opinion on what should happen on a punishment based on what they're accused of and by the actions right now of Michigan and the the surrounding program – are letting you know without saying it, they're guilty. And so now I'm trying to put facts together and give you the conclusion of what should happen based on what I'm seeing, based on the information that continues to flow in day in and day out. 855-212-4227. Does this change your opinion now that Connor Stallions has resigned and heads are starting to roll? Does this change your opinion on how you view the Michigan cheating scandal? Also, when we do return here, Hick and Night, Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Saturday in college football. You know what's gonna be? Elimination Saturday. Four teams in the top ten right now, the college football playoff will have their playoff hopes dashed. Tell you which four teams and why. When we return, Ryan Hickey with you right here, CBS Sports Radio. Elimination Saturday is here. Four teams inside right now, the current college football playoff top 10, will be eliminated by this time tomorrow. Their college football playoff hopes and dreams gone. Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Michigan, all gone from the college football playoff discussion after Saturday. In the case of Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, I think all three are losing. And in the case of Michigan, like we just talked about for the last 15 minutes, I think we have seen enough proof, enough evidence to conclude they cheated. And with them cheating this year, I think they should be banned and will be banned from the college football playoff. Looking at the three games, at least on the slate here on Saturday, really fast. Alabama, LSU. LSU's offense is going to go into Tuscaloosa and outscore them. They're going to overpower Alabama's defense. They have the highest scoring defense uh, offense, I should say, LSU does in the country. Jaden Daniels has been absolutely tremendous. His name would be more in the Heisman conversation if LSU already didn't have two losses. But he's been outstanding, been one of the best quarterbacks in all of college football. And I just don't trust right now Alabama's defense to get enough stops, but not even their defense, really. I don't trust Alabama's offense. I don't think they'll play well enough to keep up. Jalen Milrow has been inconsistent up and down. He's had plenty of great halves, also plenty of halves where he's done nothing. The Crimson Tide have yet to play a full 60-minute game on offense, and you're going to need a full four quarters to keep up with LSU. I don't think Alabama can. Thus, I'm going LSU 41, Alabama 24, second loss for the Tide out. Of the college football playoff discussion. You're not getting them with two losses. Not this year. Oklahoma, I think their defensive slide will continue. You heard me on the radio the last two, three weeks praising the Sooners. Oh, their one defensive slip up. It was a, you know, it was a one off. It happens. College kids, they have off days. They'll be fine. Said it after Texas. Said it after UCF. I'm not. No way gonna say it after the Kansas game. Three strikes, you're out. I'm concerned about Oklahoma's defense. They look a lot like last year's defense. That was one of the worst in the country. They've allowed uh, on the ground the last three games an average of 177 yards per game. That's why I think they lose to Oklahoma State. The ground game is going to be the difference. The Cowboys have the number one rusher in the country, Ali Gordon, over 1,000 yards already. As we enter November, I think it's going to be a ground and pound sort of um Sort of game. Oklahoma can't stop the run. Oklahoma State can run the ball. Limited possessions. Pokes win at home. Also, not to mention a big factor in this game. The home crowd. Last Bedlam game for a while. At least, you know, who knows? Hopefully sooner rather than later. But it doesn't look to be uh, for anytime soon here. That we get Oklahoma, Oklahoma State again. Games in Stillwater. Those fans are going to be out for blood. They feel betrayed that Oklahoma ditched them to go to the SEC. This is the last time they get Oklahoma in their stadium for, again, who, 10, 15, 20 years. They are, it's going to be a raucous, rabid crowd. They're going to want blood. They're going to come out swinging. I think that they are going to really impact this game, give the Cowboys a big, uh, big boost. Oklahoma State pulls off the upset, beats Oklahoma. And Kansas State, I can't even say pulls off the upset. I think this week against Texas, even though the Longhorns are seven, K-State's a better team. No Quinn Ewers again at quarterback for Texas, which means Malik Murphy's going to play. He was not very good last week against BYU. Two turnovers, horrendous in the red zone, Texas's offense was. And bad news for the Longhorns, they play a lot better defense this week uh, in the Wildcats compared to what they saw last week against BYU. Best uh, defense in the conference. Second-best offense in the conference, also what Kansas State has. So they're balanced on both sides of the ball. I think they win that game. They beat Texas in Austin. Texas will have two losses. They're out. Alabama will have two losses. They're out. Oklahoma, two losses. They're out. 7-8-9 in the rankings. Bing, bang, boom. See you later. Your college football playoff hopes are dashed. Michigan again, and they're cheating. I think they are also eliminated as well. The ruling is not going to come down. So at some point Saturday, but I think what we saw Friday night, the resignation and lack of cooperation in the investigation, I think is enough to kind of get the ball rolling that we will see by the time selection Sunday comes on December 3rd, we will see Michigan ineligible for the college football playoff. So 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. I dubbed it elimination Saturday in college football. Whose college football playoff hopes that are alive as we enter Saturday will be dead by the time Saturday comes and goes? Also, have your opinions of the Michigan cheating scandal, now that we have an official resignation from Connor Stallions, have they changed at all? Do you look at this differently now that real action it's starting to happen within the Michigan program. 855 212 Let's go to the state of Michigan. D is there. What's up, D? Hey, what's
2: up, Ryan? How you doing, man?
0: Good, man. How are we, uh, we hanging? What's, uh, what's on your um, mind?
2: Man, you was my guy. You've been my guy for a long time. I but feel not a on this coming one, here. man. Not on this one. This is the best thing that happened to Michigan. This guy resigning. This is nothing but an overzealous. I mean, the guy wrote a book. Why don't you? He dressed up on Central Michigan's sideline. So you mean (laughs) to tell me that Harbaugh or or anybody on staff approved this guy to dress up like some crazy security risk on Central Michigan's sideline to steal signs? No, man, they got it all wrong. This is an attack by Ryan Day and his wimpy (sighs) brothers, making Ohio State look soft as tissue paper. So now Ohio State is the police of the whole Big Ten because they've been getting their heads cracked for two years by Michigan. Let me ask you this, D.
0: Go ahead. You think, and this forget about the the Central Michigan sideline thing for a second here. That's, I think, honestly, its own story. You think this entire sign-stealing allegation scandal going back to 2021, you think Jim Harbaugh has no idea about it? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I can't really say what he does or
2: doesn't know, but it would be similar to me like like on Remember the Titans, like a math teacher saying, hey, man, I've been watching these teams, man, and these are their tendencies. And, and Harbaugh saying, you know what, come on on the staff, man, and tell me, show me what you got. There could not be anything wrong or illegal with that. I don't see it. But they have no proof of Harbaugh paying this guy uh, uh, as far as paying him to go and buy these tickets, paying him for his trips. This guy acted on his own because he's crazy. He's a crazy Michigan fan. And if they can't tie any money or any kind of transportation or any kind of anything like that to, to enable this dude to do this,
0: then... Well, that's the going to be the next of, domino to fall. If that if they did, in fact, again, somehow transfer money to him, you know, D, that's going to come out, and that's going to obviously implicate right. hard All-Michigan. But do you you really think, that. at least, again, speculation-wise, right? Because we don't know yet. You think speculation-wise, right. this guy who reportedly made $55,000 a year is right. really going out to these lengths to spend all this money, compensate all these people to go to games, just so he can well, suck up to the coach? <laughs> Hey, Ryan, he admitted to it, brother. He didn't get fired. They suspended him with pay. I get, so, Listen, I give him credit, D. I think yeah. he's loyal. But I think that's a guy that he resigns and is not cooperating because he knows, he knows the secrets, and he's going to go down with the ship by himself and not implicate anyone else. That does not mean that all of a sudden now Jim Harbaugh and the rest of the coaching staff are innocent because he resigned and is not cooperating. If anything, I think it's the opposite. Well,
2: Ryan, I don't think you can punish these kids for this season that they are having. And I think you've admitted it, really, by saying what you said. You think Michigan's going to get kicked out before the final playoff uh, uh, rankings. That means that you think, to me, that Michigan's the best team in the country. Absolutely. They've been the most dominant. They make the most money. And I think they better be really, really careful before they got all the facts all 10 schools want to rush the judgment and say, hey, kick Michigan out of here, you know, before they have their day in so-called court. If they do that, they're playing a dangerous game because they they're going to open up a Pandora's box that they don't want to open
0: up, Ryan. I'm telling you now. I, and- I get it, D. I get it's messy. I think right now, I appreciate the call, buddy. I think the evidence right now is pointing in a direction where you would feel pretty good about making that assumption. And this is the one thing I'll say really fast here before we, we do go to break here, and that's this. There's been a lot of discussion about punishing the kids of Michigan. I get it, right? Like you, if you ban them from the college football playoff, you are taking away an opportunity from the Michigan players to win a championship. But if you don't ban them, you are punishing kids on other teams in the country right now that could be robbed of a college football playoff berth and robbed of a national championship. The evidence right now is pointing towards Michigan cheating. If we're able to get concrete details, and again, the next really domino to fall is the money. Who was paying Stallions? Where was it coming from? I have a hard time to believe that right now Michigan is innocent. Again, for me, all the evidence points to Michigan cheating. I think it's obvious. If I am right, and you allow Michigan to continue to play this season while cheating, you are robbing bare minimum at least one team for making the college football playoff. And you are robbing a team from winning a national title. Those kids are being punished because you allow a team with an unfair advantage and an uneven playing field to continue to play out the season. So kids, it's not just Michigan kids that are getting punished. It's kids on other programs. It's kids on Georgia. It's kids on Ohio State. It's kids on Oregon and Washington and Florida State. Maybe Alabama, hell that could get punished if Michigan is allowed to, to continue to play while being accused of cheating and found guilty of cheating. Kids are punished either way. More kids are punished right now that are not Michigan if they continue to play than are. That's why I, with the evidence the way it is, the resignation, the latest bit of news here, I would feel comfortable saying no to Michigan in terms of being eligible for the college football playoff this season. We'll take your takes on Michigan and Jim Harbaugh as the cheating scandal and the latest revelations change your opinion of Michigan football and what should happen to them, either stay you know, eligible or maybe be punished this season. I have a, one take I want to tell you, though, that is not football or Michigan-related, and that's the NBA... In-season tournament, NBA Cup, whatever you want to call it, started Friday night. I forgot about it till it was underway. <sighs> the courts are a disgrace. The courts are an absolute disgrace. I don't care about the NBA Cup. I don't think many people will care about the NBA Cup. It's the regular season, just dressed up in a different way. I don't think really many people are going to get into it. But one thing I just cannot get into that's already driving me crazy is a stupid court. It's it's You want to change the courts? Fine. I like designs. You know, I like new uniforms. I like kind of wonky things. You want to have a special court to kind of help you help differentiate when NBA Cup games are on versus just the normal regular season, even though they all have the same? Fine. I'm down for something different. Whoever is designing these courts, along with whoever is designing most of these uniform changes... Can we please get someone with eyes that's not blind designing these things? The courts are disgusting. The fact that they're all built the same is is stupid. Whoever said, you know what would be great? Let's have a funky colored court and then in the middle of the court have this big stripe right down the middle. That's going to be great. That's going to get the people going. No. Have an original court design. Have, you know what, custom court designs For custom teams, not just the same design of random team color and then a stripe in the middle. Don't have uniformity. It looks ugly. And you know what? Half these uniforms are disgusting. I don't know if it's Nike. I don't know if it's the NBA. I don't know if it's the teams themselves. Whoever makes most of these uniforms honestly should be fired. They're a disgrace. I would, if I could make that my full-time job in approving uniform and, and Helping to create court design ideas. I am all for it. I'm looking right now on a replay of earlier tonight, the Nuggets Mavericks game in Dallas. Baby blue-ish. Maybe not baby blue, like a little, I don't know, royal blue is probably the better word. Royal blue court for the Nuggets with a massive yellow stripe right down the middle with some ugly-ass free-throw line design in the paint, it is hideous. And it's distracting. And not in a good way. NBA Cup 0 for one. 0 for 2. One, no one cares. It's the regular season. In terms of that's how it's going to be treated. you not no one's going to play harder because it's oh, it's a cup game versus a random Tuesday night game. It's all the same. Two, get better designs. Get someone with eyes design these courts okay anyway i got off my chest here i apologize michigan cheating 855-212-4227 i think they should be banned from the college football playoff because right now i think connor stallion's resigning and not cooperating with an investigation to me is guilt he may not admit it but their actions scream guilty how does this resignation change your opinion right now of Michigan's alleged sign stealing. Todd is in Tampa. What's up, Todd?
3: Oh, <clears throat> Let's get down to business here. <clears throat> now, I'm an SEC guy, even though I was born in New York, okay? And by the way, Ohio State, let me tell you something. I was in Ohio State, and I called Urban Meyer 20 times when you won that national championship, and I told him what to do to go for it on fourth down because Ohio State hadn't won nothing since Jim Brown. You called the him 20 60. times? Did he answer? 20- Twenty times I called his voicemail and I told him what to. Oh, do. Oh, you left a voicemail. He, he would have got his ass kicked. I went right to his secretary and told him what to do because nobody won anything in Ohio State and I got relatives up there and I was sick and tired. And even though I live in Florida, I was up there for vacation and I called him twenty times. You're an SEC Oregon.
0: guy and you still called when they played Alabama. They
3: they play they play yeah they they played uh, they played the final they played the championship game against uh,
0: against Oregon who who'd they
3: beat. They beat Oregon. They beat Oregon. Right. They, beat Oregon. they beat Oregon. Well, did you get the tips you know against Alabama? Or you just
0: gave the tips when they played Oregon.
3: Yeah, I just guy. I, I just guy gave them when they played when they played Oregon. They beat Alabama. Uh, they 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 shocked me when they beat Alabama. Okay. And by the way, Alabama's going to beat LSU.
0: LSU would. Beat could you my, really fast here, Todd? Could you give us like a tip or two that you told Urban Meyer? I told hmm. Urban just Meyer curious. to go
3: for it on fourth down and throw the ball down the field. And you know what's funny hmm. is that Urban Meyer went for it on fourth and one. Uh, and he got the first. down. He was short, and the and Oregon coach didn't challenge it. And and he and they gave him the and 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 you know he got the first down.
0: Did but he give he you any short. sort of signal, like maybe a point to the camera, like hey, Ty, like that was like that was because of you, you think?
3: Let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Dave Logan was the is the play by play guy for the for the Denver Broncos. Right. And when they were three and four, I told him put T- Tim Tebow in. And they put Pete Bill in, and they won six games in a row.
0: Do me a favor, Todd. I'm sorry. Won. We have to run here. The, the music's playing. Won. We got to run. I need to call back next is. week. I need, I need to hear your secrets, man. I need to hear the secrets of what else you are telling right now, teams. I'm a Colts fan. Call back next week. Tell me how the Colts right now can fix their team going forward and make a playoff run. Thank you so much. Alex's arm doing a great job producing. Thank you for to you for joining us here on this Saturday. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Saturday right here. It's been Haken and Night, CBS Sports Radio.